welcome to another episode of Sash First Sations. I'm your host, Tiffany Purnell, and today we have a very special show for you. My co-host, Roseanne, and I are excited to have our special guest, Mrs. Texas Nationwide, Jessica Dawn. Hello, everyone. Hello. Now, Jessica is a title holder with the Nationwide System, and she will be competing for the title of Mrs. Nationwide this summer. So, Jessica, how are you doing today? Doing great. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we are so glad that you're on our show this morning. Now, Jessica, tell us about yourself. Yes. So, um, I'm Jessica. I am a mother to two sons, so I'm a boy mom. I have Jackson, who's nine and in fourth grade, and Cooper, who is five and in kindergarten. I've been married for almost 11 years to Josh, and so I've lived in Texas probably the most of any state, and so I'm excited to represent the state of Texas, and so I've been in the nonprofit world in Texas for the last 16 years, and so I've worked with organizations such as the American Red Cross, responding to disasters like the um, Hurricane Katrina in Haiti and those Hurricane Sandy. And then I also worked with the Dallas Stars Foundation for four years, which was the philanthropic arm to the Dallas Stars hockey team. And then with the March of Dimes. And now currently I'm a VP of philanthropy for a nonprofit called Lift Fund. So I have um, always been giving back and engaged in so many different things. And so it was an easy transition to try to step into the pageant world. Well, speaking of that, can you tell us a little bit more about your pageantry experience and what got you started? Yes. So funny enough, this is my first pageant. (laughs) Well, good for you. I was a late, late comer to the pageant world too. So you're not the only one. Please tell us more. Yeah, so it was one of those things, you know, I'm only 5'3", and you know, growing up, self-doubt always gets in your head, it was something that was always there, and you know, you'd watch the pageants on TV, and you'd watch the local pageants, and you're like, man, maybe if I could grow another foot, that could be me, (laughs) and so, (laughs) you know, both my son, the oldest of three girls, I have a younger sister who's six foot, so I'd always try to tell her, I'm like, you should do it, if I were your height, I would do it, and so it was just one of those things, and then life took, uh, kicked in, and kids, and all that, and so finally, this year, I'm going to be turning 40. And I was like, you know what? No more. I'm going to go out on a limb and I'm going to try all these different things. And so pageant was one of them. And so tried, you know, went into it, did the pageant for Texas. And amazingly, I won. And so I'm so excited to represent the state of Texas as Miss Texas for Nationwide. Well, and don't feel bad. There's a lot of people who are late in life. I was 44 <laughs> when I became Mrs. See? Iowa. It was always something I wanted to do. I had a local title. We didn't have a lot of pageants on my side of the state in Iowa. Like you said, life took over. And then yeah. I had an opportunity, same as you. I was surprised when I won the, uh, you know, the Iowa portion. And uh, I've never looked back. And it's been a great experience. And I think you're going to love it. And I always tell people it's never too late. And I will tell you that you'll get a lot of nice comments. People said, you know, you're an example and you will be too of it's never too late and to be brave and that life is not over at 40 or 45 right. or 60. And so um, kudos to you. I, I, I feel a little bond now with you and, um, <laughs> and uh, believe me, it's, it is a lot of fun and uh, you should never, you know, I, I even now say, well, it's never too late for anything and it exactly. carries on to everything. So good for you. Good for you. 
Indeed. And I really, truly have always believed, you know, age doesn't matter. And so I've always tried, especially for my sons and stuff to say, like, if you set your mind to just do it, you're going to do it. Just try your best. And so I kind of used it as a teaching moment. I was like, I'm going to try this. And they're like, you are I'm like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to do some extra sit-ups and I'm going to, I'm going to yeah. do this. <laughs> yeah, good for you. Good for you. Well, we are excited for you, Jessica. Tell us more about the nationwide system and your personal platform. Yes, indeed. So, you know, I've, it's very, it just kind of comes together all at a perfect time. And so I'm so thankful to Nationwide and Director Troy and for all their support because the poor guy, I've been emailing him because I'm so new to pageantry and asking like, what about this and this and this? Because I've always been involved in causes and he, and there's a lot of different ones that I'm involved in currently, but he was like something that truly speaks to you. And so what I chose to use as my platform is lupus and autoimmune diseases and how to be your own advocate. So most of my life, I've dealt with autoimmune issues from alopecia to different, you know, skin disorders and things like that. And so, you know, when after I had my first son, I was really, really ill. And they kept saying, oh, it's just after you have your baby, you'll be fine. You're, you're just a new mom. You can't figure it out. But the whole right side of my body was numb for nine months. It was like I'd had a stroke. So I couldn't even hold my newborn child. And so there's all these issues. And so, of course, you just kept fighting, say something's wrong. Something's wrong. I can't feel my hands. And so for nine years, just going from doctor to doctor and being my own advocate saying, no, this is not what it is. No, I just don't need a, you know, a sleeping pill. And no, it's more than a glass of wine. Something's wrong. And so come to find out I got diagnosed just about six, seven months ago with lupus. And I, they had said I'd probably had it the whole time, but I just, instead of, I just refused to be like, oh yeah, sure. Just give me all the pills and I'll just be quiet and make life work and do it. But I kept saying, no, something's wrong. So I kept trying to, you know, figure things out for myself. I got diagnosed with celiac disease in that process through a process of elimination of, because I do have food allergies, but going and saying, guys, I think it's this, I think it's this. And then they're like, no, you're fine. And then I'd say, no, I think I have a gluten allergy. I think something's wrong and being my own advocate And so, you know, it was a battle and it was frustrating. And then finally, you know, getting the diagnosis, oh, guess what? You do have celiacs. And you're like, yes, thank you. (laughs) And so that's the thing. And I think, you know, especially recently, I lost my stepfather to a battle with cancer. And it was one of those things where he would say, oh, this and this and this is wrong. But then he would get into the doctor's office and they, he wouldn't share all the things that were happening. The doctor would ask me a few questions, give him some pills. And you go on the way and you're like, wait, you didn't ask about this medicine or tell him these things were happening with the other medicine. It's like, well, he's the doctor. He knows best. And I'm like, no, you have to be an advocate because you know your body best. You know when something's off. You know when something isn't right. And you know, yes, the doctor is an advocate with you and can be your best partner in a battle of any type, you know, even if it's a sickness or a head cold or whatever that is. But how do you work together and find that right person and don't just take something that you know is not right and be like, okay, I'll just, I don't want to bother anybody but really standing up for your own issues and getting the best you and feeling the best you can. Well, it's important that, you know, you are an advocate for, you know, people just, you know, trying to take control of their health and their health situation. So how do you plan on, you know, informing people about the importance of taking control of their health? Yeah. So I've partnered with the Lupus Foundation of Texas and so working with them and how, um, do we help, you know, advocate for women and help get that support system? Because I think, especially as moms and you're busy and you're working and things, you know, you're like, oh, it's fine. Oh, but the kid has his, my son's coughing. Let me take him straight to the doctor. But you push yourself 
you know, kind of on the back burner because you're taking care of everybody else. And, you know, a lot of times you don't, you don't want to be a burden or you don't want to seem that you're weak. Like, yeah, oh, it's just, it's just a headache, even though it's been there for two weeks, it's, I'm sure it's fine. Mm-hmm. But then how do we get that message out? Like, Hey, take a break, take time for yourself because you can't be the best you to everyone else. If you aren't feeling a hundred percent. And so, you know, partnering with lupus foundation and working to what are the understandings of what lupus or even autoimmune disorders are? Because a lot of times you look fine on the outside. And I get that a lot saying, but you look okay. I'm like, yes, but inside, sometimes I'm not, <laughs> you know, there's other things going on and maybe it hurts to take steps or, you know, it's making arthritis in my knees flare up and things. So helping people with that understanding that there are those kind of invisible disorders working and letting people know it's okay to take a break for a moment and take care of yourself, finding that peace and then working through the lupus organization to, you know, support groups, get that word out and not be embarrassed. It's not embarrassing. Yes. I try to, you know, be all things to my family and kids and the, the support system to sisters and things like that. But if I'm down, I can't, do that for a bail. So I have to take that moment for myself. And I really want people to be able to do that too. And I know it's hard when life is so crazy. Well, I, I think it's a wonderful <clears throat> platform and advocacy is so important. And I do some of that in my own platform. So I applaud you yeah. for that. Cause I, I do think it's um, one of those hidden um, dirty little secrets, you know, that people say, Oh, I don't, I don't want, I, I loved it when you said, you know, I'm just going to be quiet and go over here and, you know, not, create an issue. Um, right. because a lot of times that's exactly when terrible things happen either to you or a loved one. So I think it's a wonderful, wonderful platform. And, um, in addition to your platform, you'll be headed to nationals this summer and I'm, I'm yes. thrilled I'll get to meet you because I'm on the nationwide staff. I'm Troy's council. Yes. So I'll be meeting you. So it's really fun to meet you in advance, even if it's via phone. So tell us, you already said you're, you're, getting ready. Tell us what you're doing to prepare for nationals, which by the way, for everybody is over Labor Day weekend this year. Yes. So um, other than sharing from every single rooftop, like who wants to come with me to Nebraska and cheer on the state of Texas? Um, (laughs) It's really, um, you know, just trying to you know, do the best I can leading up to it in the community and making an impact with my platform and working, you know, through Lupus Foundation, we have a lot coming up and showing that, you know, as this Texas says title holder that I'm out there supporting that it affects everyone and anything, but then also showing people that, you know, you don't want things like this to define you. You still do anything you set your mind to. It may look a little bit differently, but you can still do it. And so really doing that and, you know, getting my sons and volunteering in the community and doing things, but then also not going to lie, I probably need to throw in a few more sit-ups and try to get myself in shape and practice walking in heels a little bit better. So I don't look like Bambi on ice. Um, (laughs) Really trying to do that and be in the best health I can. Well, good deal. Good deal. I'm sure you'll be great. I'm sure you'll be great. (laughs) Fingers crossed. (laughs) Now, you told us that this is your first pageant, and I know that that is very exciting. And I know, you know, at times it can be scary because you are like going into this unknown territory. But if you could give advice to another woman who, you know, has never competed in pageants before, but she was excited, what would you tell her? You know, really, you do you. You know, what you do yourself. Like, you know, I think... And one of the things that I'm guilty of it too, is that 
there's a stereotype to pageantry that, you know, you have to have the big, beautiful hair. You're this beautiful, tall, skinny person who has not a blemish on your face and you have no moles or anything. And so they're graceful. But, you know, the more you look into it, it's the celebration of women and what they're accomplishing, not only for themselves in their career or schooling or with their families and in the community and to, you know, everybody is special in their own way. And, you know, you do you, you don't have to change what you are to fit into what you think the stereotype is pageantry. And so I'm so glad that I took that step and seeing it and, you know, and I, you know, I have ear piercings and I thought there's no way that if somebody, you know, is going to pick me them five, three with earrings and all this. And I did, it was, and they selected me thankfully. And so, you know, people don't have to change. So I think anybody who's thought about it, want to do it, you do you and you just keep on keeping on. And if you want to do it, do it. Let, just try it. Don't let any of that self-doubt ever hold you back from trying a pageant or trying anything that you maybe have on your bucket list or one day I'll do that. Like now's the time. Why not? That's right. Tomorrow is never is never promised to anybody. And exactly. I also think some of the naysayers are people that that they themselves would not take this giant leap of faith. And so I always tell mm-hmm. people that don't listen to the naysayers because right. I love your advice. You do you because nobody can do that better. So exactly. Absolutely. If, um, is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners today, like upcoming appearances or things you have in the works before you get to nationals that you'd like, you know, any of the listeners to know so they could either join you at appearances and, uh, just anything in general you'd like to tell our listeners. Oh, yes. No, thank you so much. Um, uh, I will be participating in the um, Lupus Lone Star State Chapter Lupus Walk on April 20th, which is going to be in Grand Prairie. So um, we partnered with them and be out there walking with my family and um, helping raise money to, you know, help get the support for lupus. It's kind of the mystery illness. And um, just I'll be volunteering in the community. So I'll definitely be posting those online for different events. Um, I try to introduce my sons to all different aspects of things in the community and for my family as well. And so we like to do monthly volunteer give back projects. And so definitely welcome anybody at any time to join us for that. Okay. And I just know that Tiffany and I both welcome you into the pageant sisterhood and you are correct. It is a sisterhood and it <laughs> glorifies and it really empowers empowered women empower others. And so we are so thrilled that you've taken this chance and that you're going to participate in the nationwide system and that you have joined the pageant world because you will not be sorry. And, and we are, um, we are here if, uh, you know, I'm sure Tiffany would agree for any advice mm-hmm. or, or support. And, uh, and like I said, I will be thrilled to meet you at the end of the summer. So that will be an exciting time. I always love speaking to people and then getting to meet them, especially in person. So we'll be spending some time together in uh, Omaha, Nebraska, and uh, you will absolutely, it will be a great, um, a great week of your life. I will just tell you that. I'm so excited. And thank you both for all that you've done um, with the pageant world and, you know, allowing me to come on and speak and um, share my platform. And so thank you so much for, and I'm so excited to meet you all properly as well. So yay, here comes September. Yes, exactly. (laughs) And thank you so much again, Jessica, from the both of us for being a guest on our show today. And like Roseanne said, if you have any questions or if you just want to talk to us about, you know, your preparations for nationals, we would love to talk with you. No, I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yes. And until next time, as we always say on Sassversations, stay fabulous.